Eagleplayers have actually. Oh no, I don't know. I'm going to miss that. Mm-hmm. Is it for their national team or just na- nation? No, just just whoever they are and that what the what you know nation they're in. It can be whatever. I didn't think about it a lot, as you can tell. But see what happened. Somehow thought, yeah. See what happened. See what happened. Just let you know, I'm I'm doing mine off the dome. Um, I have been thinking a lot about custard creams though. Oh fuck me, top tier. Oh, are we all agreed that it's a a unanimous top five biscuit? Yeah, I like that this is back-to-back days having this conversation with you. Well, unanimous yeah. top five yeah yeah it should be oh yeah. definitely it's top three for me i'll bring my uh, biscuit tier list to next week's pod yeah because i was trying to think to myself if digestives are in there mike i'm, I'm very interested uh, he's got mike's a big fan of like a molten milk well no but the <laughs> big molten milk not bad, chocolate on the top or the bottom <laughs> oh, oh, not no. <laughs> yeah that's the same question about hobnobs well, yeah, so, they're basically the same thing. And let they? me tell you, the chocolate hobnob better than the chocolate digestive. Oh, chocolate hobnobs, Tom. <laughs> I'm furious. It's true, though. I'll stand by it. We should do a, a biscuit-based podcast in the let's, summer. Fuck it. Let's um, do it now. We can do it now. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's start. Let's just quick fire Raz, right? You hit the jabby dodger or you hit in the... Uh... Yeah, all day. What's the fucking little orange cunt? Oh, God. Jaffa cakes. Jaffa cakes, that's the no. one. Oh, jammy dodger. Biscuit or no cake? Question. No, I've been doing it. But it's cake in the name, isn't it? But it is a biscuit. Yeah, where... Do... No. Look, it's what Vitty said. No, no Jaffa, cake. Jaffa cake's not a biscuit. No way. No, it's no not. that's not a biscuit. Biscuit. It's... Jammy it... dodger, huge. Huge biscuit. Yeah, that's big biscuit. I, I would describe a Jaffa cake as a... You know, a like... Ca- you know how, like, a Reliant <laughs> Robin's technically a car? But it's not really a car. That's how I feel about the Jaffa cake. No, it's just not close to being a biscuit. Ah, if you let it go stale, well, it might have the consistency of a biscuit. Oh, but I'm letting all my uh, Jaffa cakes go stale. I'm not eating them fresh. <laughs> I like them as frisbees that you can just throw at old people as you drive past them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. It's just oh, fucking hell. There's Sheila. Oh, that you bitch. Um, <laughs> I got a second. Qu- <laughs> I got a second question for you before we get show on uh, sort of on the road. What time is too late for a personal call? A personal call. Like, at what point, if your phone rings from someone not your family members, are you thinking to yourself, "I'm not fucking taking that"? Do I like after ten p.m.? <laughs> to be fair, if it's not someone who's in my contacts, I'm not usually picking up the phones. So. No, 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 they're in your contacts. I don't want to use any names. No, what, so what? So what, what? If Dave rigs you at like half ten, are you pick it up? Definitely uh, not. Well, he's probably would, stuck would, outside would you... his car again. <laughs> <laughs> so probably not. The yeah, thing with late night phone calls is you think that something bad's happened, don't you? So you probably would answer the phone later on, wouldn't you? Yeah, if it's a middle of the night job, you're probably picking up. Although the, the trouble is for if anyone's listening who is my friend, which is <laughs> a limited list. You've got the um, you got the old uh, bedtime thing on. Yes, yeah, so I'm just you saying you'd have to double call me, and then then it's serious. Yeah. If when's, that's happening, it's something's when, happening. When's the last time you stuck to your bedtime, Mike? 
the uh, on the old uh, phone. Weirdly enough, I, last night. Yeah, to be fair, last night I was in bed before my uh, bedtime. Oh, <laughs> oh wow, super. I, I occasionally hear yeah. it. It just does the little ding, and then uh, and then I'm off. What, what are you rocking with? What do you numbers? mean? What numbers? When are you going to bed? When are you waking up? Well, it's supposed to be quarter to 11, and then I get up at 7.15. Mine's 11.45 to 5.45. Because <laughs> 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 the so minimum you can have is six hours. So. It turns out I get a lot more sleep than Ross. Mine's, um, mine is, uh, I think it's 12 Low o'clock. Low bar. It's, mine's 12 o'clock to 8.50, and... Every and my other alarm. Yeah, my other alarm is set for half six, so <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. But yeah. So that's actually worse, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's bloody hell. I haven't seen it for a long time, but yeah. Uh, well, at least I have mine ending when I'm actually getting up. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's got a stupid little dingy 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 dingy. Eleven dingy, till dingy. half seven for me. Eleven till half seven. Oh, you're getting mm. a, you're getting solid solid sleep there, Dave. Yeah. Good lord. So you're well rested for this podcast. Good stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> Apparently I am. I don't feel like I am. <laughs> no. Uh, good. Good. Yep. Good times. You know. Anyway, I think that was all my daft questions. I've probably got another one we'll come up with. Oh, hello and welcome back to the Around Podcast. I'm your host. Well, joining me this week, like every week, is sports media's number one. Number one. Top Gun super fan. It's Mr. Michael Breslin. Tell you what, as well, I watched the second one on Sunday again. Oh, I'm watching it again. Unbelievable. Also. It's so good. I'll tell you what, that is a film, isn't it? So good. Uh, <laughs> Easy top. Both of them are in the top five. I've often, I've often thought. In fact, both of them are in the top two, let's be honest. I've often thought Top Gun is the custard cream of the cinema world, and Top Gun Maverick is the Bourbon. You know what I mean? No, well, Bourbons aren't good. You can't have one without the other, though. Oh, they are good. And also, top, top, the Top Gun film basically kept cinema afloat in the UK, so we might as well. Did apparently, yeah. Start the car. Just get more films with TC, and that'll solve all the problems. Yeah, I'm telling you. New Mission Impossible out. Oh yeah. Oh, let me tell you. Is that gonna be the return of Mike Bresler to the cinema? I'll be there. Yeah, don't worry about that. Uh, I'll just. I can't wait for that. Look, I mean, if you let Mission Impossible have review when, let's do it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm down, so there for that. I'll sit down. I'll talk about Mission Impossible two for four hours. It'll be a four-hour-long podcast. It'll be excellent stuff. Um, also joining us is the Walcott Warbler, Mr. Podoros. Good evening. Good evening, indeed. And finally, it's the Mosley Marauder, stacking shells, banging twelves. Harris. <laughs> Hello, well. Thanks yeah. for that lovely intro. Thank you. Also, yes. I don't know what you guys talked about for two weeks while I've not been here. I've been off battling snakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Usually, usually you watch a man struggle to battle a snake, you have to pay for it. Ain't that right, Dave? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I <had> my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me tell you. I did a sabbatical. Spent 30 minutes on the toilet, did some reading that Eddie House still hasn't done. Incredible. Anyway, let's do a little <laughs> bit of a start. We've got something to start with. I posed a question to you boys in the chat, he says, as he tries to get the chat up. Um, uh, but, uh, da, 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 we're looking for a chat, but uh, we've got it. <laughs> Favourite player from each country. Let's start. Let's go around. So the countries are England, Spain, 
Italy, Brazil. Brazil. It's fast and furious for you. Um, not a custard cream. Um, France, Germany. I think that's the Dutch. Uh, Argentina and Portugal. Okay. The best thing about this is it stems from a tweet and the bloke underneath it put three for each one and got it horribly wrong. Disgusting. Uh, Dave, I'll come to you first. Who's your favourite Englishman not named Nigel Farage? Wayne Rooney. You loser. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. David Bedley for me. Ross? <laughs> David Bedley. <laughs> He's not even David Bentley. I, I did actually think I did actually think for real banter. I just put like Damien Duff here, but then I really think <laughs> might end up getting abducted. Uh, Ross, no, seriously, it's you. Uh, Bakaya Saka. Oh, you loser. Walker. <laughs> I thought about I've it. I would have annoyed Mike too early on in the pod. I've got skulls, but why is Alfredo Pasquale put Letizia on his list? Oh, that, that is an absolute. Yeah, have a day off. His other one is Ince. Ince as well. It's Beckham and Letizia. Good lord. Still going his age, isn't he? Don't think he's seen football since the early 2000s, late 90s. Off that list. Quite possibly. Uh, wait, wait for his Spaniard list. I'm lo- the Spaniards yeah. are much better. Yeah, it's a much better list. But here's my question about it: Are we all familiar with Brooklyn Beckham? Yeah. Yes. Have we all been seeing the the coverage of Brooklyn Beckham? Yes. How is it possible that one of the coolest footballers of all time could produce such a loser? Like this guy, I don't know. It's like understanding levels. Like, oh, he's married. He's got a model girlfriend. How can he be a loser? This guy sucks. Okay, like. Have you seen this cooking? Please tell me someone else has seen this cooking. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah. I've... Good lord. I'm not sure he gets out of home at GCSE. <laughs> Have you have you seen the one where he's uh, he's like he's like I love this I love this look my model girlfriend's put together. She has yeah. a baby, doesn't call her my model girlfriend. Uh, but it's just all a bit bizarre. Anyway, right, moving on. <laughs> Spain. I don't Any... even, I don't even know for this one. I've got I've got Xavi, but Raúl close second. Dave. Any answer? Carlos Puyol is the only answer. Boy, boy, boy. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good shout. Actually, yeah, I like it. Carlos Boyle is like the football embodiment of a dirty ass, but he's just <laughs> phenomenal, isn't he? Like you can't get near him. What a player. Uh, Gerard Piquet, a close ninetieth. Um, <laughs> Ross, are you you picking Puyol? Yeah, Puyol. Yeah. Boy, boy, Puyol. What about the Italians? Plenty to choose from here. Oh, sorry. Pirlo. No, not I've me. gone Cannavaro. I like that one. I've gone Totti. Giampaolo Pazzini, let's move on. <laughs> I know there was a reason he wanted to. Mate, he's seen this guy underneath, he's like Donadoni. Like, is this Yari Littman and again where I'm just showing off that I don't know anything about football? But Donadoni can't be a real name. He's the guy who owns Bella Italia in Solio. <laughs> Wasn't he Arsenal's reserve goalie for no, you? Last, last time I came round, he asked me to do what <laughs> red sticks with that. Like, what are we doing there? The other one was Mark Poom. Mark Poom. Can we add Estonia to the list? Yeah. Estonia. Yeah, it's Ragnar Clavin. Ragnar Clavin. Isn't Yari Littenman an Estonian no, day? He's, he's finished. <laughs> Easy for you to so say, Ross. He's not finished. <laughs> he's Estonian. 
Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Will got that wrong just so he could make. Yes, joke. he did. Yes, he did. But you got to stand this. I've meticulously planned the first 20 minutes of the podcast till we get to the actual football. Uh, up next, Brazilian. And I'm going to kick this off by really annoying you all by saying Neymar. Fucking get in the bin. <laughs> no, it's not true. It's um, it's Adriano. Peso six, boys. What a player. I've got one of the Premier League's finest midfielders. Oh, it's Fred. It's Fred. <laughs> well, he's it, it, close. Fred's second, but Joel Linton, of course, being first. Oh, it's a, great pick. it's a great pick this early in the draft. He would have been there in the ninth round, but you get it there. Uh, Ross? Ronaldinho. What a casual. <laughs> Kaka. Oh, good choice, but still That's a good casual. Um, up next is French. Now, this is obviously a trick question because no one likes the French, but Dave, go ahead. Thierry Henry. <sighs> Me too, Henry. Oh, really? I was wondering where he was going between Giroud and Henry. Uh, yeah, it was tough, my lie. Ross's two favourite blokes. <laughs> Honestly. He's a big fan of William Gladstone, close third. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got Eric Cantona. Okay, I've got Bizu from the hit film Big Panther. <laughs> <laughs> Technically a footballer, killed tragically before his time. Uh, up next, I've got Germans. Dave, Otto von Bismarck for you or anyone else? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, oh, you loser! <laughs> oh, you can't Who's pick Ozil. Oh no! He was so fun to watch. Yeah, stop the pod. Stop the pod. He was so fun to watch in his prime. Yeah. This is just this is chaos. It was a close second for me, Dave. <laughs> who? Who? Benedict Hoides. Scott Mustafi. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've picked Marco. Marco Royce. Marco Royce. Marco Royce. Good choice. Marco. No, Mustafi, World Cup winner. Mark, who are you going for? Uh, Schweinsteiger, I've got. Look, there's so many I could pick here, but anything over the top of Smuller is just a, a disgrace to the game. What a player. Um, up next is Dutch, the Dutch, Le Dutch, Zoe Dutch. Ross, you first. Um, Dennis Bergkamp. Dave? Yeah, also Bergkamp. Oh, get an original thought, Mike. Fine, Van Vaart. <laughs> you yeah. pushed me. Best thing, about, best thing about Van der Vaart is he, always, he he looked like he could be a PE teacher. You know what I mean? He just had that vibe about him. Uh, <laughs> Van Bommel for me. Um, Argentinian up next. Or, or Uruguay. I think it's Argentina that we're going to. Who was to take this really hard category? That was so Argentina, by the way. That's tough, but uh, yeah, like win an island, lads. Come on, I've gone for uh, Raquel <laughs> win May. an island, lads. <laughs> you gone for who? Raquel May. Oh, good choice. Maybe I've gone for Gabriel Heinze there, Mike. To be honest, yeah, Heinze, easy top three for Gabriel Heinze. Messi's uh, my actual pick, by the way. Yeah, I Messi's also someone. Messi, yeah, Messi. You all really picking Messi? What do you mean? Am I really picking Messi? Well, who else is there to pick? It's not like there's anyone else good that Argentina have had over the years. <laughs> Come on. Alexis McAllister. Get a grip. That's who it is. Right, Portugal. 
don't know anyone who played for them. Uh, I'll go first. Deco or Ricky C, one of the two. I think I'll take Ricky C. There we go, we'll move on. I've got Pauletta. Oh, I got Pauletta as well. That is I've a good choice. That I is a went, good choice. I went for Deco, but Pauletta wasn't one. No Rui Costa, Dave? Thought about it, then realised, you know, did, did I really see him play? Probably not. Yeah, so, me and Mike watched a lot of Pauletta. <laughs> like yeah, but Pauletta was at least around till like 2010 or something. Rui Costa was done by like 2004, basically. Yeah, Pauletta was around during the Goalissimo age. That's that's my oh, story. Yeah, that's right. all you really need. Um, Belgium? Oh, Lukaku. <laughs> he was another list. King Leopold say... the second, lads. No, He's I was lying. It's Daniel, Daniel Van Boyten, if you really want to know. <laughs> it's Nasser Chadley, if anyone. <laughs> well, I was going to take the Tongan, but you can, I mean, you can have those. Oh, I, I didn't even know I'd go with me. Oh, well, probably De Bruyne. Well, I mean, yeah, for being sensible, yeah. What about Ireland? Anyone got any picks for Ireland they want to get out of the way? Robbie Keane. Uh, I'll go Roy Keane. Good choice. Damien Duff. Oh, big Duff, isn't it? <laughs> there we are. On that Bob show, we'll end it with Shay Given. Shay Given? No. Oh, watch out. Eamon De Valera. I quite like him. He's a good player. Gaelic football, of course. Shane Long. That's the right place to end that. Oh, God. Shane Long. Speaking of incompetence. Right. Bloody hell. Is that, was that Dave's face appearing on the podcast briefly? I think he's fallen off his bed, has he? Came up like, it came up like a portrait of me. I thought it was like in the Blair Witch Project. Next time we look, Dave's just getting beheaded. Oh, oh there he is. Hello. Good the Lord. The is not holding up very well, though. So. Are you recording... Like he's coming over the one screen, he's like straight up to us. I feel like I'm a sort. Right. Feel like I'm getting taught English. You know, you know that game? Guess who? That's who Dave just. <laughs> on there. Oh my word! That's insulting. Yes. Cameras off. Cameras off. Cameras off. Right. So talk amongst yourselves while I find the next topics. I've Does got he wear glasses. The week, if we want that. Does he wear glasses? Dave has actually been hyping this up as the best ever start of the week, and trust me, oh, I've, I've let him. I've sent him plenty of ones. Dave? Right then, it's Dave's stat of the week. Cheers to the intro as always, Mike. So, Saturday was the first time since January 20... Oh, my God. 22nd of January 1986 versus Aston Villa in the League Cup that Arsenal named a starting eleven without a single player to have made a competitive appearance in Arsene Wenger. I'd say no, that was good. What a fucking snooze fest that is. Do you want the real stat of the week? What year is that, Dave? Mike, it's intro for Will's stat of the week. Right, it's Will's stat <laughs> of the week. At Anfield since 2017-18, Mohamed Salah has received more yeah. yellow cards for taking his shirt off, celebrating against Man United than Man United have scored goals. Stat of the week for you. I mean, that is cool, but the Arsenal one is... Cooler, in my opinion. Oh, what, do, what do you want? Wenger, Wenger was Wenger managed Arsenal for way longer than he should have done. He was a loser. Yeah, but he started in 1996 and left in like when was it 2017? And it's the first time since 1986 they've named the competitive. It was team. a good stat, Dev. Yeah, thanks, Ross. Thanks. When, when the player holding it all together is Granite Jacker, I'm not giving it you. What a good loser! Player. Nah, he's a loser. Premier League winner, probably at the end of the year. Well. I mean, I, I didn't want to say it. But. No, I'm not sure about that. 
Not sure about that. They'll be lucky to finish in the top four the way they're playing. Yeah, let me tell you. Well, you can see the goal to Philip Billing. At some point, the wrench due. Anyway, so <laughs> someone. The next two topics. I are, we've talked uh, about Philip Billing and it wasn't Mike who's brought him up. Oh, Philip Billing. What? A f- I tell you what, Philip. <laughs> one of these days we're going to sit down this podcast and we're going to do a whole segment about the footballers we irrationally love. <laughs> Philip Billing is like. Every time I see Philip Billing play, I'm like, fuck me, he could be something. <laughs> Gabriel Hines is high up that list. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he's just like. Phil, the thing is with Philip Billing, he, he's like. He could be playing small forward for like the Brooklyn Nets. Like he's got everything, <laughs> but instead he's taking corners for Bournemouth. And I just strongly believe that if they put him in the box, he could be like Crouch 2.0. Um, only without the wife. So here's the question <laughs> that was was phrased to me, and I want to I want your opinions on this. This person says that I strongly believe. Denial of a goal-scoring opportunity anywhere on the pitch should be a penalty, not a red card. Would make would mean more like-for-like retribution, and fewer games would be ruined. Where do you stand on this? I mean, so that person's opinion: if a keeper takes someone out 35 yards from goal, they should have a penalty. I don't think that's right. Well, it's only it's only denial of a goal-scoring opportunity if the if the um, the keeper's last man technically. Well, yeah, I, I agree, but the keeper could be technically, by the laws of the game, stopping a, a goal-scoring opportunity 35 yards from his goal. I don't. Yeah, but you, you could be on the you could be on the yeah, break and be like in your own half, still breaking away, and you get pulled back. You could be going through one on one. Yeah, I don't think that's a, a penalty. I, I get the argument for it. Is that not a red card if you it's if you're last man though and you try and win the ball and you don't win the ball that's a red card is that better than giving someone just a goal mm, depends on the situation of the game because if you're winning and you go down to 10 men you can sort of just shut up shop can't you uh, it should be a, so is this that it should be a red and a pen just I think a it's a pen instead of a red. Oh, instead of. I don't agree on instead of. Essentially, it's this person's attempt to fix um, the red card, the whole red card denial of goal scoring opportunity. Because someone did the maths and basically, if you get a red card in the 60th minute, it is three times the punishment of the 80th minute. So what they're saying is that the way it works doesn't actually, the punishment doesn't necessarily fit the crime. Because if you get sent off for denial of a goal-scoring opportunity in the 80th minute when it, or the 89th minute when it's the last chance, it doesn't really give the team an adequate... punish. It doesn't punish the team playing adequately enough and it actually benefits the next team they play. So it's it's sort of like trying to fix that. Yeah, but tactical... Fact, totally I get pointless. that, but you could you, if you miss the pen, you've gained nothing. This is totally... Po- what are we doing here? <laughs> no, I think we've reached the point that we're one. <laughs> I, yeah, we'll I just wanted to. I just wanted to ask the question. We always talk about uh, red cards ruining games. When have we ever talked about that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've said that once in like however many years. Well, maybe we have once. <laughs> we. Yeah. Oh. This is so stupid. <laughs> 
benefiting the next team they play. They're going to be banned if they got sent off for the 60th or the 89th minute, Will. I like how we got 20 minutes into some of the most inane fucking chat this podcast has ever seen. And this is the one you have a problem with. I'll finally snap. Well, it's because I've just been... It's because because I've been watching the Man U highlights for the first time and I'm just... This is... You're going to be... You're going to love my next question for you all, then. Well, that was a total waste of time. So, <laughs> do, you, do any of you see the article doing around about Southampton? No. Well, I'll, paraf- I'll paraphrase it for you. Uh, a writer, a fairly famous football writer, who is uh, quite active on Twitter, you might have seen him, he uh, said that Southampton should uh, go down because it would be good for their club and would give them a complete reset. And he put forward the case for going down and why that's always not a good thing or not. What do you think? In Southampton's case, that's bollocks because most of their team are young players. They've already that that only makes sense if you're a team that's got loads of overpaid players who are like coming to the end of their career, and you can't shift them. Maybe I mean most of Southampton's signings over the summer and even in January were young players, and that's arguably why they're in this situation because they haven't. They've got players who potentially could be great, but right now they're not really good enough. So, no. <laughs> Unless, what's his argument? That they go down to the championship and they'll have a nicer time down there. So, when, when they come up, the players are better. I mean... His argument is that his argument is they go down, they're less focused on um, fighting fires, like Southampton have been doing the last couple of years. They go down, have a reset, they can allow their young players to thrive and they figure out a way of playing and they figure out a way of winning. Essentially, he's calling for them to do a Burnley. Okay, so if they go down and then they don't... If they don't kick on straight away in the Championship, what does he suggest then? Because that happens to loads of teams that go down. And Burnley didn't go down with this squad of good young players. No. And and it also... Southampton go down and all their good young players get bought by other clubs. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what would happen to them. They'd all get picked off because they're mostly decent pe- decent players. And, the, and then what are they going to do as well? Learn to play like no, Norwich in the Champions League. <laughs> and then they come up to the Prem and they can't get the Same person they... who put forward the denial of a goal-scoring opportunity thing. <laughs> Will name and shame. I just wanted to get us nice and riled up so I could ask this question. Mike, were you in seventh heaven on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest, to be honest, I've only just watched the highlights. I didn't actually watch the second 26 half. Twenty-six minutes of build-up for one joke. There we go. We've achieved, gentlemen. Right. Um, uh, yeah. I don't really know what to do here. Uh, I don't quite know how to talk about this game of football. So who wants to start? I've got nothing for you. The first half, I thought we were the better team. I thought you were the better team too. Do you want know my second take? Is that United were worse when they lost 5-0 last year than they were in this one. And I know they lost 7 now. Well, I mean, they put in a decent first 45, so I guess minute minutes-wise, yeah, maybe they were better for longer. Yep. That, I mean, the second half is... Well, I just don't know what that is. <laughs> I just don't know what happened. I, I can't explain it. They all... I mean, they, yeah, they look like they've been thrown overboard. <laughs> they've never met each other before. It's bizarre. Bruno Fernandes, especially. Oh, well, he, I've told, I've, you all know I think he stinks. 
his attitude. Really yeah, what was he? Didn't he ask to be subbed off? He since said he was asking for clarification, clarification from the bench about where he should be playing. But I don't really buy that. Right, just anywhere but the pavement, Fernandez. <laughs> clarification. You're five nil down. It's a bit late for clarification, isn't it? <laughs> I feel, like ten, I feel like Ten Hag waits to drop a stinker until I'm feeling comfortable enough to say in the office, you know, I think United are good. <laughs> <laughs> like last time I said, you know, I think United are good, they lost to Arsenal. This time they lost to Liverpool. Um, Mike, were you feeling scorned by the one that got away? Mr. Cody Gapko? Nah, not really. They were fucking desperate for that to be a thing, weren't they? When he scored the first goal. They were like, he could be playing on both teams. I'm like, yeah, if, if you if your aunt had wheels, she'd be a bike. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> if your aunt had balls, she'd be your uncle. But she's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I've no idea. I, I, I just don't know what happened in this game. It's bizarre. Yeah. I mean, you'd expect they'll probably be all right next game. I, I don't know. The only excuse I can come up with, and I don't even know if it's valid, is that they're probably all knackered because he never rests anyone. And I mean he never he never rests pretty much anyone, apart from that maybe that FA Cup game against West Ham where he rested four or so. But, I mean, you can't lose 7-0 to anyone. But you certainly can't lose 7-0 to the Scousers, for fuck's sake. Especially when they're not on good form either. I mean, they're not even good. Yeah. Spurs are above them. <laughs> bit, bit, of, bit of luck involved in the goals, you think? Some of the goals. Well, there's least. a few of them, yeah. But but I mean, United had a lot of chances to clear a few of them. At least two or three of them. Some of them are nice goals. But the second goal, it, it's bumbled off about six of them. And they haven't managed to clear it. I just don't know. I don't know what happened there. First one's really nice, though. The first one was a good goal. Yeah. And that was Gakpo, yeah. obviously, uh, playing for both teams. <laughs> <laughs> With his bib on. He was the floater. He wasn't the only player playing for t- both teams. Uh, yeah. wasn't the only floater, either. Yeah, the yeah. entirety of our outfield players were playing for the other team. Yeah. Did anyone see Goldbridge actually hiding behind his chair? Yes. <laughs> Superb. Every, we should every, get him on. Goldbridge. Yeah. I think, I, think we, I think we've reached that level, to be fair. He'd do well, it. I mean, there's four of us, so that doubles his listenership. You just buy a, <laughs> you just buy a, you just buy a meal deal, he'll, he'll do it. He's not got a lot on, is he? Is, he, doesn't, he's a, he doesn't strike me as a type of bloke that's got a lot of friends. What do you reckon his meal deal is, Will? Oh, fucking hell. I don't know. I'm not well versed in meal deals. Ready salted oven baked walkers. I'll tell you what I had today. Bottle of water. Are you ready for that? Bottle of sparkling water. Have any of you had these these popped crisps? Have you had these? Oh, they slap to be fair. Mate, fucking hell. Changed my life today at lunchtime. (laughs) I'm walking around. I get about a mile from shops. I'm thinking, I'm going back. Like, good lord, these they are good. Honestly, it put me this a tea. You know, I don't throw around this phrase a lot, Michael, but I'm gonna a taste sensation. Like, fuck. where do they rank in the uh, where do they fresh? rank? Oh, they're a strong three or four, like, they're straight in off the dome. Let me tell you, 
Yeah, honestly, they they were so good. Like I was thinking to myself, you know, if Indian restaurants serve these as like the the, the dessert instead of that weird little penguin thing, they were, <laughs> <laughs> I'd fucking like. I don't know what I'd do. I, I mean, I'd call I'd call my first son the Taj Mahal. I just would like. I'd, they are so nice, honestly. <laughs> the only thing missing from the cuisine. We'll have that again. You'll call your first son Taj Mahal. Yeah, little Taj running around. Oh my god. <laughs> little Taj. People are like, what's he named after? If I've decided to go, I've got up Indian cuisine, I'm like, oh, full name's Tajin. You know? <laughs> anyway, that's the What point. is happening here? Well, I'm glad we're talking about this instead of the United game. Christ. Like, Salah's got 30 goals and assists this year, but he's been shit. Like, As he, well, I mean, you're stat padding, aren't you, against United? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> If you've got seven in one game, that doesn't really count, does it? Uh, uh. You're happy to celebrate the 9-0 against Southampton, Mike. Where did you draw the line? At goal eight. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Look, I, I'm happy for them. Well done, Liverpool. I think they'll probably get top four just because Spurs are just so abhorrently bad. <laughs> just how are they still fourth? Every week I come on here. Well, they lost a even if, this week. Even when they win, it feels like they lost Spurs. But they, I feel like I've never actually watched them play well this season. They should never be on telly. No, no, no. Spurs Ever. Wolves wasn't on telly, was it? Surely not. Please I'm gonna God, have to no. find hey, wait, that. Like, if that was on telly. If someone, if someone like in, in Sky puts Spurs Wolves on the telly, they should be tried at the Hague. Well, that <laughs> is an advert for the 3 p.m. blackout. It really is. You can't watch <laughs> That's not an advert for the 3 p.m. blackout. That's an advert for a blackout. Like that's an advert for a nuclear <laughs> holocaust. That's what that's an advert for. Like just let's send them all up into the sky. Bring all the missiles down, so I don't have to watch Mateus Nunes versus Oliver Skip. I oh, can't you. believe Oliver Skip's playing. For I'm playing well, by all accounts. Uh, yeah. Um, On United, uh, Liverpool, let's do the customary thing. How bad, Dave, how bad do you think this will affect United's season going on? Uh, pretend I cared when I asked that question. <laughs> I don't care. I don't know. I think it's just a one-off really, really bad performance. I think they'll still be fine over the season. I mean, they've been they've been really good up until then, so I had think they'll they be been fine. Really good? Or had Marcus Rashford been really good? That's a good point. I mean, it is a good point, but I hadn't thought of an answer, so I'll throw that over to someone else. <laughs> We've been decent, but Rashford's been in the form of his life, which helps a lot, and has got them out of jail in quite a few, quite games. A few games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good news, everyone. Spurs are only on telly in the Champions League the rest of this month. So That is good. Are Arsenal on TV again this season? I mean, it's been a Why are while. Arsenal not on the telly? Can we four, just... four of the last five Prem games, or it's a run of four or five where they're not on TV in the Prem. What is that about? I've seen like nine games of competent football this season and Arsenal have been in half of them. Can we get some more of that, please? <laughs> Like this Bournemouth game could have been on TV. That'd have been all right, wouldn't it? Good lord. Good news, Ross. You're on telly next weekend. Who are we playing? 
It's Fulham away, so a big one. That is a big one. Look at that. You're obviously on telly for the Europa League. Is that this week? And then the next game after that is Liverpool-Arsenal on the 9th of April. Oh, that's a big one, that is. But then they finally got their scheduling right because then you're on telly against West Ham on the 16th, Southampton on the 21st of April, Man City away on the 26th, and then the big hosting of Chelsea, the pod derby, of course. On the 29th of April. So the running, they the finally got you on. Deserby will be in charge. Yeah, I was sat there the other day going, um, I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, what have I got to look forward to this season? Potentially going full Chelsea Spurs battle of the bridge with Arsenal could be a great one. Um, but other than that, nothing else. Nothing else to look for. Quite bleak. Um, yeah. Yeah, we did Chelsea last week, Will, but why, let's throw it to you. Was it good? I, I listened. It was good, yeah. I agreed with um, nothing and everything. <laughs> what you said. I thought we did a stellar job. Probably. I'm sure you did. Better than well, that. I thought you'd listened. That's I did, yeah. Said. It was good. That's what I said. Okay, yeah. I was too busy watching... Um, uh, them snakes, was it, Will? Them snakes, yeah. Literal daggers. So I was doing my research about um... Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea. Well, did you? Are you got a question about Chelsea, or are we just laughing at them? Because I'm, I'm with you on either way. <laughs> if they finally win a game, to be fair. Well, yeah. I mean, they did. Luckily for you, we said. Well, Ross in particular said they may never win again, which means yeah, I brought you immediately. The pod had its effect, and you immediately won a game. So that's that Spurs game. That Spurs game is actually the worst they've played in weeks. Worst. They were shocking in that game. Play glove on them. In the other, most of the other games, they've been like fine, except they just can't ball in the back end. That's what amazed me most about the United game was I'd forgotten there could be more than two goals in a game. <laughs> like, I thought there was some kind of limit, and we were just like, I was like, fucking hell, they can need to use seven goals in a game. We haven't had seven goals since the turn of the year. <laughs> Anyway. Do you want to talk about the other lunchtime clash on the Saturday? City Newcastle. El Pedico. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I've got one more pre-prepared joke to get to. <laughs> You'll know when it comes. Um, Joe, I turned up this game a bit later. That City had already scored. Um, but yeah, uh, Ross, me and you talked about this on Saturday evening. Uh, we both thought that um, Newcastle were a woeful attacking side and um, just it all seems to be falling apart for them. Yeah, well, uh, Almiron's form was clearly a bit of a flash in the pan sort of month or two. He's returned to the, the player that he was before producing... Not too much. Callum Wilson, as me and Will said, um, he's approaching his quota for the year, so he's going to slow down a little bit. He's on seven goals, so he's only got one left. He needs to use it wisely. Um, Isak, I mean, he's been injured a lot, so he hasn't really scored. Um, yeah, Sam Maximan, he either looks amazing or he... He's just not in the game at all. That's if he's playing in the game. He seems to, seems to be injured a lot as well. Um, yeah, they're having a lot of 
well, I'd say they're having a lot of similar issues as Chelsea, as they just can't get the ball in the back of the net. But they were just obviously relying on the goals of Amber on side, but he was doing all the scoring for them pretty much. Um, yeah, a little concerning for them now. I think they're sliding down the table a little bit now. What a job Eddie Howe's doing. Uh, so I was about to say what that. What a job yeah. Eddie Howe's honestly. Him and Anthony Gordon. What is he doing there, by the way? This is... The yeah. guy sucks. What do you want him to do, Mike? Do you want to spend the whole year waiting to host Sports Personality of the Year? Is that what you're <laughs> after? Oh, well, he could do something on the pitch, couldn't he? <laughs> you see that bit of skill where um, he goes to cross... I say skill. He goes to cross it and kicks his own leg. Yeah. That's talent. That is talent, in fairness. No, but... The thing is with Newcastle, like you watch them and like I know they're playing City and City were really, City were really good in this game, except for the fact that Edison's forgotten what it's like to save a football. Um, he's like Kepper just with shit of tattoos at the moment. He is not having a great season. He seems allergic to clean sheets, but it just happened that he was playing Newcastle. So he got one. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's honestly, Mike, he, you talk about clean sheets. He's like a. <laughs> A 14 year old watching Love Island. Anyway, Dave, what are you. Uh... God. <laughs> oh, D- Dave, what are you making? Is that the last pre prepared joke? No, no, it's still coming. <laughs> okay. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> the joke wasn't, but move on. Dave? Yeah. What do you make of the Newcastle? Dave's just trying to untangle himself from his sheets after Love Island last night. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. With all the cameras off. You need a hammer and a chisel. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Miracle I've got to work. Um... <laughs> He's just looking like Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> could have done a different way with that one. <laughs> he could have done, yeah. He could have done that. But he didn't. Oh, um, Dave? Newcastle. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it seems like they've just for, they don't create any chances. I mean, they're still not conceding loads of goals. I mean, I don't know. I've... Well, one key thing in this game, sorry, Dave. Jamal Lascelles was on the pitch. What a player! Somehow How is he still playing in the Premier League? Somehow not the worst Jamal employed by Newcastle. Jamal Lewis, much worse. I thought you were about saying. Blackman was there. <laughs> That's a what? The legendary Chelsea goalkeeper. Um, no. No, you are right, Dave. They are ridiculously good defensively, I think, Newcastle. I mean, it's... it's it just like, can't uh, seem to create anything at the other end at the moment. That's, no, the, that's the big problem. But that's... But they, they are... The thing is, they're always they're going to always going to be in games because they're just, they're just so good defensively. I mean, it's the most uh, perfectly executed Saudi tactics. <laughs> Carl had been well in double flanking maneuver. <laughs> that's number three. I was going to say, if that's not the last pre-prepared joke. Is, is anyone ever going to hear this episode? <laughs> i tell you what, hopefully the Saudis don't hear it. Good group. <laughs> it's on fire. Oh, God. Honestly, it's just, you'll know the Saudis about it if I just come on the podcast next week. It's... Wow, what a job he has done. Like, he's definitely got a working computer with access to Wikipedia. Like, Well, you know, they're going to, um, are they going to get rid of you if um, if you don't turn up next week? There'll be an actual snake attack. They'll plant some. 
<laughs> Imagine one of us actually gets attacked by a snake. <laughs> that would be so tough. <laughs> attacked by a snake, or as Dave calls it, a night out of Broad Street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, this is dangerously approaching becoming a lost episode. <laughs> with, with five minutes of actual chat. Um, Victor Ossiman has said he wants to play in the Premier League. Who do you think buys it? Man City when Haaland goes somewhere else. Man U, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it probably should be us or Chelsea. It's going to be one of those two, isn't it? I would suggest. I hope so. Southampton? I mean, he is a bit of a prospect, I suppose. But they might not be in the, the, the Premiership. That's the problem for them. They're, they're, oh, well, they're tanking for the draft picks next yeah, year. Yeah, they are. Mm. They're looking for, for big. If they go down, what's to say they don't go straight down again, like Sunderland? It depends on what who they who moves on. I mean, Ward Prowse is gone. Well, he's gone. And then there's no one left that's competent. Well, it, uh, they let Fraser yeah, it depends, I like um, I like Rome, I like Romeo Lavia. Yeah, no, I did yeah, too. but he's getting snapped up, surely. He's not playing championship football. Yeah, no chance. Champions League he might be playing. Yeah. Well, exactly. For Newcastle. Yeah, Walcott could do some stuff in the championship. Yeah, balloons. Um, what's, <laughs> where's, uh, where's James Madison going at the end of the season? This is the one I was trying to work out, because he's not staying at Leicester. Newcastle. Well, that's the assumption, isn't it? But yeah. I hope he goes to a better team than them. It's not going to be Arsenal, I don't think. If Chelsea buy another player... Bruno to PSG, Madison to Man United, Mike. Oh, please let that happen. Good Lord. Because Arsenal are going to watch Fernandes every week. Honestly, I hate watching him too. Jesus. Fernandes might be the player I least want to go for a beer with. He'd probably punch you, mate, just for sitting down at the table. It'd be mine. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Which manager would you least like to go for a beer with? I know we, I know we had a hit segment on this podcast. Least like... Well, Graham yeah. Jones is gone, so I can't see him. Um, Jesse who's Mark. Graham Jones? Wasn't it Nathan Jones? <laughs> I was going to oh, think it is. Graham Jones is... is who's he the assistant coach? Is he at Newcastle? No, no, no. He's an accountant in a... In a <laughs> Graham Jones is the assistant at... Um, You're a fucking loser for knowing that, by the way. Someone else answered this question. No, isn't Mike Tyndall this? Yeah. No, he's married to... Um, Jason Tyndall. No, he's married to the, he's no, married to the, the Queen. They're both. They have uh, two assistants, and Graham Jones is one of them. Not sure I'll be huge. You know the other one has with them. Eddie Howe? No, I'd like to go for it. I'm just thinking of the conversation we could have. Is it Graham Potter? He's a bit boring, isn't he? Yeah, I'm struggling it. Look, Graham's not. He's not. He's I, got I stories. I, I just dislike Conte, but I think he'd be a decent. Oh. I think he'd be a, quite interesting. He'd be interesting. Yeah. Oh, mate, you have a few drinks and nibbles with old Antonio. Your night is going. It's going west. <laughs> Surely Thomas Frank doesn't strike being massively interesting, or Marco Silva. Uh, oh, Marco Silva, maybe. I think Thomas Frank. Steve Cooper, he'd crap. scare me. I'd have a few pints, he'd scare me. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'd say to Steve Cooper, 
Steve Cooper, should we go for a pint? And then, like, I'd turn up and he'd just be outside, like, suckling a pig or something. Like, he's just a weird bloke. <laughs> Gary, Gary O'Neill, I probably... Oh, Gary O'Neill. Who even is Ruben Sellers? Probably him as well. He'd be well dressed though when he turned up. To be fair, Gary O'Neill. No, Ruben Sellers. He's just, I, I just I don't want to go out with I don't want to go out with Gary O'Neill to like nurse a cause like prison Bournemouth. Like no, thank you. Let's be fair, Ruben Sellers, good looking man. Yeah, I'd go for a drink with him. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, well, there you so. are, you know. So got Mike's a good record, actually. Mike's also getting killed by the Saudis, as it seems. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Allegedly. Nothing's proven, of course. Nothing's proven. <sighs> Football, eh? Ready, hell. Wasn't, wasn't there some drama that it came out that Saudi Arabia's government actually was involved in the purchasing of of Newcastle yeah no! which was shocking to everyone wasn't it wow who would have thunk it yeah it's crazy well, Amanda Stavely didn't have the to uh, pull this off right instead of doing this national football oh I'm gonna, I'm gonna run you through the Champions League ties so while we get dangerously close to the hour mark where we can go home and I'm gonna, I want you to tell me who's going through it, okay? I've got the glamour tie up first, Benfica Club Bruges. Benfica. The aggregate score is 2 0, Benfica. Benfica. We can't have it. very conference league. That. Does anyone know who's the manager of Club Bruges? Scott Parker, and he's on the verge of getting sacked. That's tough. I swear he's been on the verge of getting sacked since like <laughs> November. When did he even take them over? November. Yeah, so he's, I mean, he's been pretty close to the exit. He's only won stage. two games in the Belgian league. How many have you won? None, but I've not got any coaching badges, to be fair. He was Will still. Yeah, he's still he's Will. He's got some coaching badges, just doesn't have a Continental Pro license. The badge he's got is for swimming 25 metres. Chelsea. He may as well have no badges. Chelsea, Borussia, Dortmund. Dortmund. Well, the, the trouble is you need to score a goal. That is true. It's, uh, I think, unanimous Dortmund. Yeah. Wednesday. They were in the Champions League. You know, I was going to say, what Bayern Sheffield... Munich, Bayern Munich versus PSG. Oh. Muller versus Messi. The rematch. Muller going to win. PSG. Neymar's out, though, is I'm going to yeah, go who cares about that. Bayern are winning this. Neymar's a loser anyway. Good player. <laughs> Good player. Um, Milan Spurs. Milan is sh- not a Oh, Spurs. I'm going Milan. Milan is at Spurs. Milan are taking one nil lead. Yeah, Milan also. No, away goals don't exist, do they, anymore? No, no. I can't believe they scrapped No, that. because UEFA yeah. doesn't like fun. Yeah, honestly. Honestly, I'm back. Bring back away though. goals where I'm back in the Super League. Fuck it out. Porto Internazionale. That's Inter Milan. For the non the Brazilian team. What's the aggregate score? Um, the aggregate score is 1 0 Internazionale. Lukaku scored it. Who are they playing again? Sorry. 
Porto cloth is. You couldn't tell because I had international about four fucking times. You got it worldwide. Got Chase's status on over there. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go into yeah, as well. So. City Leipzig. Leipzig. City. <laughs> Yeah. We really, we really should release the look on Will's face. <laughs> you're, you're fucking comical. Maybe they do win, but who cares? Yeah, we'll start the shorts challenge with this clip when uh, Leipzig. Napoli on track fit. Oh, Napoli. Napoli. That's like... Napoli are like two 0 up, aren't they? And the yeah. best Frankfurt's best players dead or something. Real Madrid. <laughs> Kevin Trap. Fell in a trap, you know. Caught in a trap. Yeah, got, no, no, oh, okay. Um, Real Madrid, Liverpool. This is never getting Oh, there. Real Madrid. There's no chance. We could just pack up. In before Liverpool wins. I'll, I'll, I'll get the suggested ad for a 2023 coronation. Five pound coin for the Westminster collection. You guys want one? What is in your g- cookies on your phone? Is yeah. that you with a Daily Mail subscription getting those sort of orders? Yeah. Offers? You got you got to know what the enemy said, though. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's this? Placing the sun. In the Gulf Street. Anyway, Mike, are you, how confident are you that you're going to take on Thursday? Next Who are we playing? Next Real Betis. Real Betis. Fakir is injured for the season, I think. Oh, as if that changes the tie. We might do, Christ. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably win, won't we? I've no idea. I, I can't trust these people anymore. Well, I never have. Okay. Are you like me, Mike? And- enjoy that our football is on Thursday at a particular time, so I've never had to watch a Europa League campaign. i tell you what, what a decision that is from us to play football <laughs> till eight and then go to McDonald's for at least an hour afterwards. <laughs> Could go home and watch get... some of it, but no. Well, why would I, I, I don't want to watch real Betis. Or Man United. I or think. Man United, in fairness. Yeah. I think Arsenal oh, early kick-off God. this week, so I might have to watch them in that. The early... Why is there an early kick-off in the Europa League? So we can watch it before we play football. <laughs> Just get it in the bin, man. Why is there an early kick-off in the Europa League? Yet yeah, we what? persist. And if also, we persist. it's a five to six. Just but, kick off at six. If we can do this, why don't we do this with the Champions League? Why do we play both? They do do it sometimes. Well, they the do Champions when League. the Russian teams are playing. They no, play but, at like half three in no, the afternoon. In it's an absolute joke. They split them in the um, group stage. So you've got two two teams playing early, two teams playing later. But in the in the knockout rounds, why, why, why are they playing at the same time? Maybe I want to watch Spurs Milan. I don't. But well, it's all for the goal show, isn't it? You know, goal show is not. They don't have the they don't have the goal show, and it's just the two games, do they? So in the group stage. I mean, the fact that the the goal show only lasts for like four weeks is a disgrace. <laughs> it's still the best sports related content we have on uh, TV at the moment as well. Fuck you know. <sighs> Let me tell you, I'm sick of Kelly Kate. Ah, fuck you know. Hey, I'm not even a United fan, but. <laughs> She's up there giving it large. I'm like, fuck you. You know what? Well, she's definitely a Liverpool fan. She is. Why is she? 
Melissa Why? Buddy as well, for fuck's sake. Is that Dalglish's... Uh... Yeah. yeah. Honestly, it's liber- it is Sky Sports news. Like it really is. Like when we played Liverpool a few weeks ago, you forgot we'd existed. Fucking hell, they're all sort of Darren Fletcher's up there, all just sort of like he always is, just talking waffle. I did and, enjoy Carragher taking the piss out of Neville though. Yeah, that was funny. That was good. I, I boycotted the coverage. <laughs> the, the thing is, if Sunez, if if you got Sunez and Keane on a on a panel, they should just. They should just cut the shit. They should just like, as soon as it becomes clear that it's going to be an embarrassing loss for one of them, they should just start giving these guys like LSD and like whiskey. Just like get them really, really messed up. So they're just like, at the end of it, they're just fighting shirtless over the honour of the North. Like that's what, that's what everyone's really here for, is it, aren't they? Like, good Lord. Custard creams though. Where, where are you getting your custard creams from, Well. Um, anywhere. Whoever will sponsor ra- us like it. I'm not, a, I'm not a racist, but if you would like to sponsor us and send this free custard cream spa, I will uh, I'll do that. Yeah. Spa? <laughs> it's, it's just Bourbon. a spa network. Like. What about Bourbons? I don't rate them. You know. You're like 30 minutes late to this conversation. What about Bourbons? We've already talked about Bourbons. We like, like them. Where do you stand on ginger nuts? I don't like Bourbons. Like They're them. okay. They're not a top five. But... They're okay. Yeah. Right. Let's cut the shit. 57 minutes in, let's cut the shit. What is your top five? I mean, I feel like I needed a bit of warning about this one. It, what, is 57 minutes not what, enough for you? Custard cream's obviously one. Yeah. And I'll back up. No, not number one, as in one of the oh, five. Custard cream's might be one, you know. It's not one for me. Jammy Dodgers. Jammy Dodgers, yeah. Definitely involved. I've got to put Bourbons in my top five. I don't agree. That's fine. It's not. It's my top five. <laughs> uh, chocolate hobnobs. Oh, I don't agree with that one. Either. Caramel digestives. <sighs> That's interesting. Now nah, the caramel digestives. Oh yeah, Mike. Oreo, hundred percent in top. Oh five. shit, yeah. Hundred percent. Mike Oreos. is Mike is giving us his top five. <laughs> it is currently. Mike has thought about this. Mike's top five. I, I like that. I like Mike. Oh, the jam and cream. Jam and cream. Great job. Oreo, digestive, jammy, dodger. I, what, where's the custard cream, Mike? Six. No. It's missed out, I'll be honest. I'm dropping the jammy dodger for the custard cream. But if you had a golden crunch cream. Yes. They're yeah. huge. Yeah, they're good. They might they're be good. the top The Foxes ones. Yeah, mate. What about the foxes? Thing is, like it, chocolate rounds. They're, they're oh, I, yeah. They're every time too. I have a foxes, I go to the, I have to go, sh- go shop to buy a foxes biscuit. You have to take out, you have to take out a load. <laughs> like these things. I was waiting for you to say, like, you, know. you think of the panda saying biscuits all the time. Yeah, I do. Quite often. Only when Mate, buying fox, biscuits. Fox make good biscuits, I'm telling you. Yeah, they do. Who do? Fox. Foxes. Yeah. Fox cookies are, are nice as well if you've had the delight of trying any of that. Oh, the jam and cream are foxes. They are indeed. What Although about they, Maryland? I will say, supermarket like spin-off pretty top tier as well. Yeah. I, I, I just want to give a quick shout out to Asda for just being masters of copyright infringement. What about malted milks? I feel like they're actually quite nice. Malted milks. Yeah, the they're one with the cow. Five for me. The one with the cow on. 
they like oh, the Oh no, I'm not a fan of them. Oh, I like them. Um, no, see, you suck. You see, if I'm, well, I would, no, in my top five. I would what, never buy a malted milk. I would never buy a. Don't like. I'd never buy a malted milk, and if offered a selection of biscuits, I'd never eat a malted milk. Well, the only time you if get someone's a got milk. a malted milk, I'll have it. The only time you get those is you know when. The, super, the cheap supermarket biscuit packs. You've got bourbons, custard creams, malted milk and nice biscuits. Nice. Oh, nice biscuits. Do one. No, but they're, they're better than malted milk. So malted milk is the fourth. No, malted milk's better than nice. That is a ludicrous it's, Malted milk's definitely better, I think. Oh, my. God. Do you yeah. not know what malted milks are? Yeah, they've got the cow on. They're nice, Mike. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no. <laughs> But nicer than nice. Mate, you... the nice biscuits have sugar sprinkled on them. What's Mike, not to love? Mike, what do you prefer? What do you prefer? <laughs> do do you prefer? Nice biscuits or Dave's nice shirt? <laughs> that really is a toss-up, to be fair, but I'd rather eat no. the biscuits. Yeah. Didn't know I had any. <laughs> oh, it's gone over his head. That's, yes, a, joke. Anyway. that's, that's a joke just for, just for people who know Dave. <laughs> or the brand nice. Or however you say it. Oh, uh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they call it niece. Oh, mate, you're as slow as Nicholas Latifi, my God. Uh, yeah. Or Sorry. Um, um. <laughs> rich tea? What about the old rich tea? Oh, yeah, best Dunkin' Biscuit out there. Oh. I'm not with I'm not, I'm not interested in Dunkin' Biscuit. What are you Dunkin' of it, Dave? A cup of tea. Uh, oh, his bed sheets. My God. Oh, God. <laughs> My. Oh, there's icing on this. That is disgusting. That does make you think of party rings, though, to be fair. I'll tell you what, they'd be up there. They're, they're top five, actually. I, I do think. like how the last two oh, weeks, the the last two weeks well. you guys didn't crack an hour, and I've turned up and we've cracked an hour talking nonsense. So let's get out of it. Please get us out of it. So we can revisit... Uh, we can revisit something next week. <laughs> I don't know what, but we can revisit it. Uh, Ross, if the people want to follow you to find out more about uh, your biscuit choices, where can they do that? At Ross underscore bird 14. Now, McVitie's, if you're listening, sponsor us. Um, but also, we're after a sponsorship from Cafe Rouge, so remember to use the hashtag, hashtag Rouge, as we bid to get him a steak frites for the first time. Um, <laughs> Dave, if the people want to follow you to find out more about um, things that you like and don't like, where can they do that? Uh, it's at Dave Harris underscore 44. Mike, if the people want to follow you to find out more about um, the crypto markets, where can they do that? Yeah, it's tough, but you can uh, you can follow me at Mikey Breslin. <laughs> Did you, have you heard of this guy who, like, he's got, like, 800-whatever bitcoins in his, um, in his wallet, and he's just, like, walked away? Is this the guy that doesn't know the password? Yeah, he's on his last attempt, and if he doesn't get it right, they're all locked he loses forever. it, yeah. Oh my god, that's wild. Yeah. And he bought he bought them when they were like worth literally nothing and now they're obviously worth a lot more than nothing. He bought them for like less than a hundred quid and now they're worth like five or six hundred million, but he can't remember his password. Oh my god, that is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. but he can't remember his password. Yeah, it's a howler. But it's like Dave BCFC or something stupid. How great would it be if it actually was? <laughs> yeah, with three and the four in there as well, of course. Hence the stupidity. Right? Tough that, tough that. Um, if you uh, 
we're going to find out more about crypto. Um, read. And so rare. But Mike is also going to help. You would have to read these tweets, though, so there's still reading involved. I know it's a struggle for some of you. Um, <laughs> I can voice that. I can make audible audible content if, uh, if required. Yeah. As we've seen on this podcast. Cool. I'll just come along and intro you every week, and I, I will do an intro for a podcast, and you won't know what the podcast is introed as. We'll just see what you say after that. In fairness, this was supposed to be a football podcast. <laughs> I think we've done about three seconds on football. I did try. I can not well though uh if you want to follow me you can follow me at we 17 well i'll um be doing lots of talking about um Khaled bin wallet's uh double pits of maneuver which is uh just a masterstroke of military tactics what a job anyhow's doing um if you've got any questions for us in the round pod at gmail.com we know the password to that one well dave doesn't um any questions on uh, the old socials fire them in at In and Around Pod, including on uh, Pinterest, where Dave posts shirtless pictures of William Gladstone. Um, <laughs> best thing about William Gladstone is when they found him, Mike, after he'd won a, an election, they found him out and they were like, where is he? And he was like 60 years old at this point. He was just outside the back, just like cutting up logs with an axe. Um, don't know why I said an axe. What else Cheers. should you use it? Cheers for that insight, Will. Thanks. Um, <laughs> do you know who else? Do you know who else is a big fan of Benjamin Disraeli? Good guy. Uh, yeah. That's, that's a flashback to. Uh, yeah. Bleak times. Was that even A level? Bleak times, bleak house. Good thing was Charles Dance on the BBC back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Sayonara.